Talk Show is brought to you by... Hey, want to feel young again? Are you tired, run down, have aches and pains, brain fog? This is science-based, not hype or fancy marketing. It really works. Carbon-60 helps detoxify your body on the cellular level. It stabilizes free radicals, just like the antioxidants found in red wine and berry stew, but on a far smaller, more bioavailable nanoscale. It's like a bottle of electrons, helping your body to function better. You can also apply it on your skin, topically, over muscles, joints, or organs. Most people feel results within minutes. This is not a drug. It's organic carbon. Feel better today. About 95% of our users report more energy and clarity of mind within 10 days. Give us a call at Greska's Carbon 60 at 720-600-6040 or visit our site at c-60.com. Call 720-600-6040 and feel young again. Folks, welcome back to the iHealth Channel, iHealth Radio, the NBC Network, with your host, Hurricane H, new day, new show, awesome topic, uh, topic of entrepreneurship, topic of uh, uh, resilience in the, in, in the world of just making it happen, you know, and grinding and making things uh, innovatively, you know, uh, happen in this world. My guest today is someone that actually shares some things with me uh, at least I, I think i share things with him and his passion for the the martial arts and uh, and and all that, that that the good stuff that comes with that but he's also uh, a ceo of a company that actually produces a, a concept of nutrition i would say that is not likely to be you know something we think about every day but it is something that we're going to talk about today, which is actually going to be important because it's also, uh, you know, uh, going to be here on our nutritious channel. So without any further ado, I have Eli Halper. And Eli, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. I'm oh, over here in uh, Austin, Texas. And I usually use the the daylight for the lighting on these podcasts, but it is approaching nighttime and that sun is coming down. And I'm hoping that the screen <laughs> I'm looking at will... We'll be able to hang in there and and do its duty to keep me illuminated. All right, all right. Well, I mean, you want to get some lights? I mean, I don't have a problem. We can do that. You know, if you're comfortable, we're good. I'm good either way. It'd it'd be a whole thing. I'm just minimizing this screen so I have more white space on my screen. So then that's acting as a flashlight. All right, that works. Out. That works for me. Well, so 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 Eli, you know, your story began a long time ago. You know, as a, a young child, and by the way, this is not something we hear all the time that someone begins uh you know working for themselves at an age as early as 12 uh you know i mean i i want to learn about that i want to know more and i know that we'll get some people intrigued here and there's the other thing i mean you know some people's like well how could you possibly be working at 12 you know we're in the states and you know we don't work at that age you know that early and and so all these questions let's let's kind of bust those meats and uh, those myths and and just get them out of the way and, and let's just make it happen you know so what 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 got you into it and I'm sure you went to school and all that stuff, but but that's something that's unique about you. Yeah, yeah. So my entrepreneurial spirit has kind of always persisted. It came to me at a younger age than most. I feel like just because I had a larger awareness for humanity and existence and society, based on the fact that I was just very curious. I asked a lot of questions 
as long as I can remember, I, I have always just looked out at the world and been like, what the hell's going on here? Like, we're all and I, I remember like when I was watching kids play kickball at recess when I started school and I was just like, we're all just like naked people wearing clothes and we mowed down all these trees to build the school here. Like I, I was thinking very in, intensely about every little situation. So it just led me to eventually just realize that everything kind of revolved around money and that if I can get some money in my possession, essentially I won't have to listen to anyone. And I was always about freedom and I, my, my parents were, they were parents, you know, they're telling me what to do and stuff and, and trying to raise me how they saw fit. I had bigger plans. I looked at people around me, parents, teachers, uh, authority figures who were trying to tell me who to be. And I would just look at all of them thinking, I don't want to be anything like any of you guys. So it was easy for me to really see through a lot of BS and realize that people were telling me things not for my own personal well-being or for the best of me but but uh at my deficit it, it would it would work against me to listen to them and to essentially assimilate throw my dreams away graduate from a college and and work for someone else which is what i essentially have been rebelling against in my own personal life since the since the beginning it didn't start out as like i want to be an entrepreneur or i want to own a business it was literally just i want m&ms <laughs> m&ms were uh my favorite thing at the time and those cost money and i just knew that if i had enough m&ms i'd be happy and <laughs> fast forward <laughs> fast forward 20 something years and uh I can afford so many M&Ms now that I don't even want them anymore. Now I don't even, I try not to eat sugar. There's four other things. That's all. <laughs> well, so, so, so thank you for, for that, that intro. And, and, and I want to break some of that stuff down because you've touched on a lot of things that are important to our listeners and, and, and our audiences are diverse. Uh, we have parents, we have younger, you know, crowds and, and, uh, you know, people that have ambition and, and vision of their life. But you touch on a lot of things. First of all, uh, you know, I love the the wandering and pondering spirit of yours whereby you you question things. And I, I think that's that's something that's lacking in a lot of us. You know, unfortunately, not everybody has that ability to just question everything and ask why and, and, and always try to analyze what's going on. Why is this this way? And and when you start asking questions and technically what you find is like, you know, sometimes answers that don't make sense. And it's the reality of things. I mean, if anybody right now listening and watching starts asking questions about everything that's going on around them, they're going to open their eyes to a point where they'll be like, damn, what the hell do I live? I mean, <laughs> this is a whole different world that we're in. Because really, that's what it is. We have this this almost a uh, veil that is that is upon us, and we are just conditioned to everything that's around us, the way it's been told to us all our lives. And most people will take it for granted. There's, there's no questioning of things now you started that at an early age and i love the way he's like why is the school this way why people are doing this way we're all you know and you see you asking questions now someone at that age you know typically doesn't have that in their mind i mean and i love what you said about you wanted m&ms and it revolved around money because if you have money you can buy whatever you want and at that point that's what you wanted 
And that that's that's a big thing. And and by the way, uh, it is a trait that you have that is unique, you know, because not everybody has that. And then you said something very interesting that parents and typically all people around us. Listen, I'm a parent. I can tell you, uh, there is a degree of that in, in all of us where we we want our kids to have a certain way of growth and a certain way of of future and try to almost guide them. You know, and sometimes to your point, it's not really what they want, and and not understanding that specifically and not allowing them to be who they were or who they really want to be, it's a problem, right? Um, but you saw that early on, it didn't make sense that you know everybody, and I love the the concept that everybody has this dynamic that that we are almost uh, conditioned to as ro- it's robotic. We are born, you go to school. You're being told that you're going to finish that school. You're going to go to the next level, the next level, the next level, go to college, potentially, you know, get that master's or at least a bachelor's, you know, and hopefully that gets you a good job. And then you want to get more, you need to get more education and so on and so forth. Now we, we say the word education. I mean, ultimately today you can have so much knowledge without having to go to school. That's two different things. I mean, being intelligent and intellectual versus, you know, being educated in a formal education format. Those are two different things, but it's been the system. And then that system is geared towards creating uh, labor employees. And those are the ones that actually do the job. And by the way, any entrepreneur, you know, out there somehow uses people to work for them and, and within their companies. But the concept is, is there. And everybody, you know, uh, for the most part is getting that concept from the get-go. That's what you've been told since you're a kid. Listen, when I was a kid, same thing. My parents were like, you want to go to school, you want to do this, you want to get this, so you can get a good job. And ultimately, the good job will result into some money, and then you're you grow up and stuff. And I kind of bought in that that Kool Aid for a long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you kind of challenged that status quo, and you basically you were rebellious about it, and you did so. So, and, and for our people, by the way, there's nothing wrong with, with going through that system. If that's what you want, if you're okay with it, then that's the system that you got to go through. Uh, I find today more than ever, uh, people, because of the technology, because the access of knowledge, because of the, it, the smartphones and everything that we have available to us and the platforms and the social and stuff, people can do a lot more things today differently from what, like 20 years ago, period and out, right? Uh, it's just the way it is. So it's it's creating a whole opportunity for younger folks, you know, to do a lot more than essentially how it's been traditionally over the last century or so. So, so I just wanted to clarify that, you know, and break that down for our audiences here because it is a very important piece, you know, where someone is already destined to be in the world of business entrepreneurship, and whether it's a choice or not, how you want to go about it. I mean, you wanted to go the other route and do stuff. Now, I still am not clear. I mean, did you actually go to school to do the same process or you actually challenged that whole thing and did it in a different way? Uh, I went to college. Uh, I was actually trying to major in chemistry. I was pretty much just like, I'm just going to go here to to just say I went. To, I like tried it out. And uh, I like I knew going in, I was going to drop out. You went through the motions. I was just like, yeah, yeah. I just, and I, I started a Amazon store, which is like in the same vein of the eBay. So I, I've been mm-hmm. pretty consistently doing e-commerce type stuff. And I ended up dropping out after like two or three years. And after that, I spent most of my 20s like traveling the world. And just trying to 
understand other perspectives and just see as much as possible and just basically just understand why we're here. Interesting. And uh, pretty much figured it out. And now I'm just like, all right, I'll just enjoy living while I'm here. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. So you, you said you figured out why we're here. I mean, that's a big question. I mean, are you are you are you able to to share with us that 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 enlightenment about why we're here? That, I mean, at least the way you discovered it. Just just curious, because that's that's a big question that I think we all are in 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 the search for the answer, right? Like, why are we in this world? What's the purpose? You know, uh, and and it is a tough question. I mean, it depends what angle you go about it. I mean, have you heard of the religion. Sumerian tablets? Yes, but I'm not too you know clear about you know the details, but yeah. So the Sumerian tablets are the oldest document written on Earth, and they essentially tell the creation story of humanity and can be uh, corroborated with other ancient pieces of literature and text that have been found on like every major continent. And they contain all the major stories in the Bible, like Adam and Eve and like all the Old Testament stuff, like the Great Flood and the 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 Tower of Babel and basically says that humans were created as a slave race for the Anunnaki to mine gold, which kind of is how the world still works today. Like we're all just a bunch of slaves that are trying to collect gold for our higher ups. It's essentially the same thing. Like humanity's just always been like this. It's just, it's a business unlike any other group of living things or animals humanity is innately tied to money and an economy and a mathematical algorithm of, of resources and i think initially money did represent resources but now i see money more as representing attention because well it, it can be it can be both for sure but the amount of money someone has is generally correlated with the amount of attention they have. Like any famous person you see, unless it's their first time going viral for anything ever, there's a good chance that they have at least a million dollars. Like anyone you hear talking like, I, I don't, th I don't think this podcast is going to be getting a hundred thousand plays for this episode, but if it was, we'd both be rich probably. You know what I mean? It's like there's uh, from your mouth to God's mouth to God's ears, as they say, right? You know, hey, you never know. This is a pretty interesting show. I think it's gonna have its own play. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that based on the fact that none of the podcasts I have done have gotten there. Not any, uh, not any sort of explanation for me or you as individuals. But I just think the the attention factor is translates into money very easily because that i mean that's why i'm trying to build up my following and do like branding and stuff i i just had my first clip hit uh a million views today on instagram so that's pretty cool we need um, to talk about that but yeah we'll, we'll catch on that one yeah yeah that just happened today so i mean basically you keep pumping out a million plus views on your clips that's gonna turn into money somewhere along along the ways like you create a product or a service subscribe to my patreon for my podcast or you know my my business that i'm going to bring up now it's called golden cricket where i make cricket protein bars made of actual crickets 
because crickets are 65% protein by weight. They contain all nine essential amino acids. They use 2,000 times less water to produce than whey protein. They're basically the food of the future. They are high in calcium, magnesium, zinc, iron, potassium. And I'm, I'm also a stand-up comedian. So as a comedian, the worst thing you can have in the audience is crickets. So <laughs> I figure we'll just kill them all and turn them into food. And those, you know, there's revenge served in every bite. So there's there's a lot of layers to it. Oh, oh hold on, hold on. I, I got to do this. <laughs> I had to do it. It's it's crickets, man. <laughs> um, sorry. You just had that queued up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> well, yeah. So, like, you know, I build my following enough that I can pivot those sales to my product, and or or. Uh, not sales, pivot those uh, audience members to my product page and convert that into a sale. Or it's the right way to do it. Or I I'm growing my, my music catalog, my podcast, like all these things. I I'm creating a bunch of things that I can funnel people to once, once I build the audience, which is, um, it's a weird thing to be trying to do just to be consciously thinking about how can i appeal to the maximum number number of people on the internet while maintaining my authenticity and integrity it's a it's a weird mental gymnastic you got to do with yourself and then i end up putting out stuff that i don't even like but that what that's what happened with this clip specifically i i made a stupid joke about being gay and i was like i haven't been putting up content much I should just put one up and I ran it past a friend. I was like, should I post this one? And they're like, yeah, it's funny. I'm like, ah, really? I don't really like it that much. I posted it. And uh, I think that was three days ago and it's been gaining traction uh, ever since I posted it. And it just crossed a, a million views like uh, an hour ago. Instagram. Yeah. Ooh. And that I've been posting a bunch of videos on, on YouTube shorts under Octavius mm -hmm. Thunder. So if you like me talking now, then I do more of that on my page. But uh, the YouTube shorts, there's something going on in the algorithm right now where it's just bumping people up. And I do these things where I film me talking to my dog and it has like a vine type of recording where you just hold it down and then it records and you let your thumb up. It stops recording so I can flip the camera around and like have a conversation with my dog with his just like little face after everything I say. <laughs> so I can make like these stupid jokes and then it'll be his face looking at me like that was a stupid joke. And that I think that blueprint blueprint right there has made it for a, a very attractive piece of content that I can just do whenever. And so I'll put like 10, 15 of those a day out, like minimal, minimal effort. Like I'll press record without even knowing what I'm going to say. And I'll just make something up. It doesn't matter. And then they'll blow up and I'll gain like around 30, 30 new subscribers a day. I'm up to like 1,637 subscribers right now on YouTube. And I've been doing this for like a couple months. Wow. Very nice. So, yeah, I've been I've been trying to test out the social media virality algorithm for quite some time and i i just now feel like i'm gaining some success with it so 
but it's very up and down as is any success in life there's there, there's one aspect of you don't want to get too used to the stuff blowing up because then it doesn't happen and you're like oh i suck but then also like you shouldn't even care about it at all because it doesn't mean anything if it doesn't turn into money yet but also that's not true you still have to care about it because it's on the way there so it, it's it just really jumbles up your priorities because you, you've been taught your whole life to not care about likes and stuff but then it's like oh well now it matters now these are th things like things like views and stuff if you're running a media-based business or you're measuring your marketing analysis, like these are key performance indicators that you would show to venture capitalists. Like these, it's it's a uh, important data that can affect financing. So it, it's weird having something be important and also a distraction at the same time. And I guess I gotta like shift gears and just be like, all right, I'm doing this as like a a job essentially so so hold that thought let me let me break down some of the stuff that you just stated i mean there's a lot of stuff there uh, we went with the question of like finding out why we're here and by the way I, I love the the little history you know piece about the the scriptures because you're right i mean all these scriptures have similarities i mean they all tie in but but one common thing theme comes up in life you know in history it's always the 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 i guess the quest for wealth and riches and you know and just you know owning the world and people literally laboring to for small people i mean for a few amount of people and the rest are just working for them and that is actually true to your point you know in every century all times today is the same it's just different format you know and and you're right that whole concept of us working you know from to go to school and stuff they're preparing you for that system so you actually basically engage you are basically the worker bee, if you want to think about it in that that term, and you know somebody is obviously getting the fruits of that, and unfortunately that that's 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 the reality that that we have, and very few people can actually escape that, uh, but 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 to the escape of that is to to take your route, which is being completely rebellious, entrepreneurial, just do your own thing, and by the way, listen, you did go through through school to learn how it is, and actually I'm sure you've learned quite a bit there to help you, you know, in terms of the way you do things today. But, you know, I, I love what you stated that you, when you started your company. And I want to take some moment about that. I mean, you started something, by the way, um, cricket and all these these insects, if you want to call them, you know, there there's a whole industry about that. I mean, and in a lot of parts of the world, I mean, that's actually the next protein, you know, source that you, to, to your point. By the way, it's it's delicacy in a lot of places and actually it's been used. I mean, crickets, I mean, they're all over the world. They 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 fry them, they grill them, whatever, and, and actually they they've been, you know, eating them and consuming them for you for centuries. But but taking it to the level where you make them as a protein bar, you know, and, and a protein source, you know, it is it is unique. I mean, I haven't seen that. I mean, you're the first person, and I love it. It's golden cricket. <laughs> you know, it's it's a very catchy name. Uh, but it it make there oh there's the box that's it so so but it is it is is a unique oh it it, it looks like a gold bar I, I love your theme man you see you stick into the whole concept of money and moolah and just wealth and and by the way I, I do want to say something and commend you about it you are true to yourself you have seen that truth a long time ago and you're working towards it and you manifesting it through the whole thing I mean gold bars 
you know, that looks like almost like a bullion, right? <laughs> you know, it is, it is the same concept. You enter that same theme. And by the way, in reality, if you manifest things and you go after them the way it is and you set them up this, that same way, things are happening and you're doing it and, and it's a vision that you had and you still have, and you're working right. By the way, a lot of people that have achieved success are exactly doing exactly what you do, you're doing right now. Here's another thing. You mentioned something about your album. Uh, you know, we didn't talk about that deep, but but you are you have some rap stuff going on out there, uh, and and you've been pretty much hitting some nice little you know views on that one uh, as well. Um, so we can talk about that in a second. Then you talked about your your videos that you really didn't care about, but you put it out there, and it went viral. And by the way, it's you never know which video is going to go viral. The one that you think that this is it doesn't go anywhere. And the one that you think that, you know, like, oh, I'm going to put all my energy on it. It's uh, it, well, nothing to it. And then that's the one that goes. And and you talked about something very important. Yes, it's KPIs that you said. Those are like the, the things, the key indicators that people are looking for. Today, we live in an age, how many followers, how many views, how many likes and stuff. That's what people look for. It is it is very vain, but at the same time, it's almost necessary. It is like a literally, uh, you know, an, an, an ironic situation we live in today. You know, it is important because it turns and converts. You can't make money on YouTube, let's say, if you don't have the million views, right? You, you know, you get peanuts, right? But if you want that that level, now you can have the best content out there. And you, and you said the best. We can have this podcast out there and it's pretty cool, but someone is not going to see it or hear about it. That That's it. It's not going anywhere. There's no views to it. There is no money to, to be made out of it. But on the flip side, if it goes boom, you know, it can generate massive revenue. And that's the other thing. You get used to that. Now you have to continue and maintain. <laughs> so yeah, it's, your it's whole a very life, challenging. Yeah, your whole life can change overnight, but it can take many years to reach that night. Twenty years uh, overnight success, as they call it, whatever, some, something of that. You know, I mean, not, not not no one has real overnight success in one night. I mean, it takes years to get that, but you have to work for it, and you have to have the vision, and you're doing that. I mean. I can. I mean, look that that sample you just showed us is literally speaking to exactly everything you said so far, and you're true to it. And that's that's an important piece. You know, people may believe in you, people may not believe. Who cares? And that's that's another truth or reality. You you only have to care about how you see yourself and where you're going. You have to believe in that, and no matter what happens. And you said it best. Also, like you're trying to get all the different angles, testing the algorithm to see how it's going to get you to the next level. And yes, you do need to have enough presence because that's how you know things happen. It's weird. You can have the best thing, but if you don't have enough presence, nobody knows about you. But once they know about you, it escalates rapidly. Now, everybody wants to have a piece of you. Everybody wants to help you. Everybody wants to sponsor you. Everybody wants to do things with you. And that's how it is. But but your time frame, you, a couple of months ago, you, you said you started this. That is impressive. I mean, by the way, 16,000 you know, uh, on YouTube is pretty decent. I mean, it's pretty good, actually considering you just did it a couple of months. Am I getting that right? A couple of months only? 1,600. But 1,600. Yeah. Oh, 1,600. I mean, like, like maybe like four or five months. I so don't think that... I don't think my growth is anything to write home about, but it is evidence of progress. Love it. See, every little step is in the right direction. And that's the other part. Uh, it's it, it catapults. There's a point where it starts bumping. But that's not, you just got to continue doing that, the work that you're doing. And that's all there is. You have to believe. Continue. You go on a podcast, you're talking to people, 
you are promoting on Instagram. I mean, one million, congrats. I mean, that's pretty good. I, I have to say, I mean, to get one million views for one video, I mean, that also opens up all these people to actually see the other videos that you have, and that's going to change the dynamics for you. Now you're going to get solicitations. You know, you're going to get all these sponsors or ambassadors. We want you this. We want you that. And that's going to happen slowly but surely. It is, you're on the right track. And and that's an important piece. So, so but I do want to talk about, you give the, the almost the, the breakdown of the nutrient, you know, value in the cricket or golden cricket bars, right? But why, why did you, I mean, there's other place. What got you into that specific mode, that Excel, that in itself, like the cricket, you know, as, as the ingredient and why that the protein bar exactly? Well, in my head, I just had insect protein bar as the concept. And then when I started looking for insects to use as the protein source, crickets just really stuck out in terms of availability and existing farms. Like we kind of just piggybacked on the existing infrastructure of like the reptile and fish raised crickets. So they just kind of piggybacked on that and created a FDA approved one for human consumption. And that, I, I was uh, already several years late to the game when I found out about that. So they, they they had already been building it. I wasn't late to the game, but I, I they, think, they I had think started building few. it before. Well, at least yeah, in the I'm, states, I'm one of the new ones for sure. Yeah, yeah. In the states, I don't think there's many. I mean, it's there's still a, a topic of discussion out there, and you know, there's doubts, and you know, people are like, "Oh, well, I can't eat that stuff." You know, you have those questions, but 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 worldwide i mean it's not new i mean it's been it's been out there i mean people literally i'm telling you they 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 sell them for 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 people that they can have them but you took it into like an energy bar like a protein bar uh, why specifically i mean I, I know that's that's going to lead us to the discussion of you being a martial artist and you are literally spending hours and hours every day uh training yeah i just like protein bars i really just like protein bars a lot i have a bunch of them every day if uh, I'm in the middle of cruising around and I don't have a time to stop and get a healthy meal, I'll stop at a gas station and get like two protein bars and knock them back and enjoy the experience very much. So I just wanted a, a weird, but you should eat it, even though it's weird, type of protein bar that uh, you could just have at gas stations and get because you were on the move because you didn't have time to stop and get a meal. So I really just created this product for myself. And oh, the market has yeah, responded yeah. to the powder better than the bars. So the bars are not going to be uh, long term for us, which is unfortunate because I don't really care about the powder. It, the whole point was the protein bars, but there the market has spoken and the powder is a much uh, larger margin than the the bars and the supply chain is much better. So overall, it, it just makes perfect sense that we would do the powder. Right. Well, so I mean, ultimately, I see the the value of the powder because if you go to any gym, I mean, powder is really what everybody's put in those things in the drinks, and and just you know, it's got a nice little delicious taste to them. You, you can throw in you know chocolate in there, flavors and all that, and it makes it easier. You know, you take it home, you can get it before after workout and all that stuff. Uh, I, I love the concept of power bars on the go. I mean, because you can just take it, you have it in your bag, and you just you know go uh, you know for fun and 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 get some protein in you. But the concept that you know, insect protein was your, yours and you did it for yourself, but you did it because, again, it is healthier than some of the protein bars that they have out there. 
I mean, uh, I don't know what, I mean, you, it looks like your content is really hundred percent cricket, you know, period. I mean, maybe some additional things, but, but the other stuff that's out there may not be as potent, I would say, as, as what you have, or would it be similar? Well, there's a lot of people that can't process dairy and like a big portion of people that don't eat mm -hmm. dairy yep. and, and 90% of protein bars are made with whey protein, which comes from dairy. So it limits a lot of people's ability to enjoy it. And it's, it's much easier on the digestive tract. It's natural prebiotic doesn't cause bloating. Um, there, there's a lot of other studies that show it has more bioavailability, more uh, essential amino acids. A lot of little things that it, it would take a lot of digging to try to really comprehend. But overall, it's it's just better in like literally every way. So some people would ask, how does it taste? I mean, you have like different flavors or it's just one flavor right now? Or how does it, it taste? You know? It tastes great. And we have like a seven minute video on our YouTube where we're just giving out samples to people and stringing together all their reactions. And they're all saying how good it tastes. Not knowing what they what that was cricket, you know, bars or they knew it in advance. Yeah, yeah, they they knew in advance. Uh, some oh, of our competitors I, I, hide the fact that there's crickets in it. I don't really agree with that. Really? So we're we're pretty. We're, I mean, the company's literally called Golden Cricket with a logo of a cricket. But yeah, it seems that uh, it, the business would go better if I was hiding it. But like, I don't want to do that, you know. Oh no! Listen, you you're true to yourself, and I mean, I, I I'm getting that from this discussion that you you believe in what you believe in, and you don't care, you know, about everything, and, and it's working for you. I have to say, I mean, you and you're you're really going after your your dream and your vision, and you're going after it. Period. I mean, you wanted a, a protein bar, you create one, and one that's healthier than most, and it's actually good, you know, for your health, different from the rest. No no dairy business. And you're not hiding it. You're actually sampling with people and you are willing to even sacrifice the concept of the bar versus the powder because you think the market is there. Spoken as a true visionary and 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 you know CEO of your own company. Uh, you know, it is it is it is admirable to know that you are you stand by your value, you stand by your company, you stand by your product, and you know, even though the and the competition may be not doing exactly what you're doing, but you believe in it and it's working for you, and that's what matters. It's gonna grow. I mean, I think there's a lot of synthetic protein now. You know, people have the stuff that is not really the real thing. I mean, there's there's, there's lab stuff. Yours is natural sources, and it's it's abundant. And by the way, geez, there, there's farms as you said. It's not like you know you can you can find the ingredients because they're available. Um, now, price wise, cost wise, what is what is like you know the the tag on these things compared to let's say what's on a shelf right now like uh, i don't know one of those power bars it's about 40 bucks a pound which is which is not not cheap but that's the that's competitively priced in accordance to the pricing of crickets which you'd think would be cheap but uh i mean compared to way and compared to cattle byproducts you know they're government subsidized so they're given a lot of breaks and it, it makes it makes sense that bugs would be cheaper and i think we'll get there at some point well, I'm, but, I'm with you man 
I mean, you're right. There's an abundance, but and people are not consuming them. I mean, in in a big you know bulk, which means that there's there's plenty. I mean, I'm sure as that demand will 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 skyrocket, you know, the prices will go higher, and if, you know, it's going to become you know a different game for you. Probably a better game, you know, in terms of that. But it it is there. You are actually in a cutting edge world. I mean, you're doing something unique, different. Very, you know, it's a smaller space than the most of the other stuff. And now, now you said, um, like for example, that bar that you showed me, one. How much will will that cost to a consumer right now if they want to order one? Or one is of it the box? One bar is five bucks, and then the okay. box of twelve is forty five. Right, but so if you think about buying an actual. You know, I don't know one of those brands out there. You know, with with just the regular powder stuff, and your powder will probably not be very different in the range. Maybe a couple of dollars more, but you know what you're getting here versus what you're getting there. So you have the value there in a way, uh, especially the nutritious value, and you know what what's what's in there. Now, the the problem I think that you're gonna find is well, you're probably finding is the appeal. And I love what you said. Like you, you don't hide the fact that it's cricket. So, what is the reaction that you you're finding, you know, from people when like you talk to them? I mean, I, some the ones that sampled, they love the taste, but when they hear cricket, do they do they skeeve away? Do they feel like oh my god, you know, or they're just like wow, this is great, delicious, I love it. What's the reaction? I mean, I, I will check the video. Actually, I have to. There, there's a lot of people that are just like no, not trying it, and they keep moving. It doesn't really take up too much of my day. Most people are very intrigued uh-huh. and are just like, wow, that's really interesting. Have a lot of questions. And, uh, but yeah, there, there's a bunch of people that are just like, no, never. Like, a lot of, a lot of them support the business and the mission too. They're like, your branding looks awesome. Your ingredients are great. Uh, uh, you, you and your brother are great. Cause me and him like run it together, but they're, they're like, yeah, but I'm just, I can't eat bugs. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, I just had the show before and we talked about, you know, like how we have to adjust to, to, to the world and, you know, you never know. I mean, there, there may be one day of shortage and you need to find alternative source of protein. And this is the next big thing. I mean, and it's being discussed out there. There are groups out there. There are, there's movements about, you know, the next protein type, you know, source. And it is the bugs. It is the insects. It is that kind of world. Uh, they have even stores that are specialized in these things. And so that takes me to my next question for you is that now where is the product? Is it only online? Are you already in the surface out there? Uh, like let's say a Whole Foods store or some other, you know, maybe practical, you know, specialized, you know, uh, kind of concept stores? Um, we're in a bunch of little shops around town, probably about 20 just in the city of Austin and the rest is online through my website, goldencricket.com. We got some listings on eBay and Amazon as well. So, so you mentioned Amazon earlier. I mean, I get eBay is, is one thing. Amazon is pretty costly. I mean, does that, does it pay for you to be on Amazon? Just curious. Um, Barely. Because yeah, the fees, the storage, all the stuff, the customer service, the, you know, it does cost. Well, I'm not doing FBA right now. I'm shipping it myself. So okay, okay. They're so you're taking. Yeah. They're only taking forty bucks a month and like maybe a couple bucks off each sale. I don't remember. I remember that FBA was fifteen percent flat rate across everything. FBA but, can but can add up, yeah. But they're not doing FBA because I'm doing all the shipping and handling and storage. 
And and it's all manufactured in the States right now in, in Austin. What? Is it manufactured in, in, in Austin? I, I manufacture it. Oh, real? Okay, cool, cool. So so it's it's homemade kind of concept. Yeah. Which is weird because like crickets are the furthest thing from homemade that you would be thinking, you know, know. More like, well, I mean, more like, you know, like it's, 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 you know, it's not manufacturing a big factory somewhere and ship, but yeah, actually really handcraft like me, you know, you make it like from scratch, basically just, just local homemade family owned cricket powder. That's, that's in itself unique. I mean, it's a concept that is no one else is doing it. No one else is really doing it. And I think. It, it it's cool to be able to take an angle and and talk about a thing that that has a lot of different layers to it and it provokes emotion it it provokes response which is a big part of the marketing because if i was just selling tupperware which i used to do i used to sell tupperware on amazon there's the conversation doesn't go past that I sell, I sell. Tupper. It, yeah. <laughs> but I say I sell cricket protein bars. That opens what? a whole can of worms. We're gonna be we're we're talking about this the whole time. So it's oh, wow. it's it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. There's it's fun to talk about. I it's more fun to talk about than than Tupperware and uh, most other things that are sold online. It's funny you said kind of worms. I mean, you know, are worms a thing too? I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, but 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 you're right. I mean, just I can just imagine if you tell like, what do you do? I'm I I have I I'm the founder of Golden Cricket. What is that? We sell cricket based protein bars. That's got to be a whole discussion. I don't care where you are. You got to probably strike a nice hour of like intrigued discussion with people. Like what? What? And you know, people are curious because it is different and uh, it it. The first thing is: Is it healthy? Is it gonna make me sick? Am I gonna taste anything different? It, how different is it from the regular stuff? You're gonna get all these types of questions, and but at the end of the day, it's good for you because that's that's really like oh my god, and people will talk about that more because there's something to talk about. I mean, listen, I was very intrigued when when we connected about having this discussion because it is not something that you hear about every day. Not not in the common media or not in you know in the states. It's not a big discussion. There is some. I mean, I follow some of these things, you know, hear, you know, some, some news every now and then they come up with these, these talks about the next protein kind of concept, but you're not just talking about it. You're doing it. And, and, and I love what you said, like you've done other types of sales. This is just a unique angle. And, and by the way, I commend you for the fact that you are persistent with it. You don't, you, you know what you're doing and you're going to continue doing it. And I guarantee you, I mean, I can see your success going bigger and bigger in time. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of finding more people to buy into your concept and help you like venture capital capitalists and all these guys can actually potentially invest in something that is the next wave of the future. I, I, I think alternatively that is, that is going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Uh, so, so now, now let me ask you about this for someone who is, you know, um, trying to get into a business mode, Right? or get into like you know an idea that they have and they're not sure what to do how would you what would you tell them because it takes a lot of guts it takes a lot of money it takes a lot of time for you to actually a lot of research going through the FDA process all these things right are things that you had to go through 
Uh, and it is not for everybody. This is not something that a normal person, and when I say normal here, a normal person that just goes through the, the process of, I just want to work, do my thing, pay my bills, I'm good. It takes a unique perspective, a unique person to actually go through this process that you've got. Uh, listen, I can I can relate to it. I've, I, I've run a couple of businesses and I know it's not a picnic. I've, had, I've been in Amazon and I know it's not easy. And I've done FBA, which costs a lot of money. So I, I can I can relate to some of the work that you're doing and how hard it could be. And especially when people may not even believe in it, you know, you have to believe in it and you have to drive that. And, you know, no matter what people may think, you know where this is going. And that's the vision that most people, visionary people have that others cannot see. You know, if we think about historically, all the things that are today crazily used, you know, including the internet, including whatever we have, Wi-Fi, all these things are things that were like, you know, sci-fi, like, you know, oh my God, you know, this is not going to happen. And people, you know, just have fun with, with the idea, but people pursued them. You're pursuing something that can make a difference in the world, literally. And, 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 and that's really what it is. You're changing the dynamic. And I know it sounds weird because people are like, uh, Hurricane, are you going to eat a cricket? I'll eat a cricket bar. Trust me. I've, I've tested a lot of, you know, different foods out there, you know? Uh, and I have no problem with, with actually that because, I, it's it's nutritious. It's going to give me what I need. And I, I don't think about it the way it's it's cricket. I just think about it's bar. I mean, when you buy a bar in, in, in a store, I'm not reading the ingredients for the most part. I just, I just buy it. It tastes good. It's got some 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 chocolate on it and I'm just taking it. That's it. I don't take this, you know, the, the wrap around and start looking at, you know, with the, with the magnifying glass, what's in there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. It's just a big, you know, <laughs> you know, list of ingredients. I'm not even starting to read those things. Some of them are just chemicals. So if I start reading that, I probably will not get anything. So your concept is, is much closer to real nutritious, you know, it's not real. I mean, it's real nutrition made home by you, uh, in, 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 in a very, you know, small environment, which is now just growing to the next level. So what would be your advice to someone who has a vision that may or may have doubts about doing it and going, I mean, cause your concept is unique. Many people have those out there. What would you tell them? Well, if you're trying to start a business and sell something that exists, I would try marketing the advertisements and creating an opportunity for people to purchase the product before you buy it. So see if the ads will work and the orders come in. Worst case scenario, you piss off the first 10 people that ordered that have to wait a few months to get their product, but then you know that people are going to buy it. Also, you can look into drop shipping to where you don't have to invest anything and, and the manufacturer will just make the product for you and ship it direct to the customer. So having the drop shipper lined up is more responsible of an approach and more sustainable. So the orders start going out immediately. But if you need time to find a manufacturer, you could, you could build the website. You could build a website and the ads for less than $100 using AI and Fiverr. And then you could try getting organic traction on TikTok or running paid ads. But paid ads are... They don't really work for my product. And they don't work for a lot of products. But they also... They do work for a lot of other products. So 
I I would think that paid ads would work the best for something like, I mean, back to Tupperware. I th there's a lot more money doing things that are boring and not sexy versus like creating this product from scratch, which is what I did, which is insane. And I wasn't doing it for the money. I was doing it for the. I wanted I wanted to create something. I wanted to do something someone hadn't done before. And well, that that's what makes you different, and that's what makes a visionary different. Because uh, by the way, you know what you've talked about was more like strategies and and tactics and how to do stuff. But but it, you know if you use a drop shipping or a manufacturer, that is not your thing. I mean, you're just a broker basically. You're essentially you know facilitating the sale of other people's products. But if this is you, you've designed the concept from scratch. You are manufacturing your own. You believe in your product. You did it for a purpose that you wanted and you've lived with, and you are pursuing it. And that's that's actually you know a higher level of of real leadership and and vision in terms of business wise. You know, it's just different, and that's what makes some of the folks. I mean, Elon Musk, right? He thought about these things that most people would not even dare about, right? And he's done them. He goes crazy about them. you know Tesla and all these things. I mean that that he's been involved SpaceX. These are things that people will probably like, you know, uh, it's there's there's a lot of people with money and everything. They still didn't venture in those areas, right? But he did. And and that's the thing. I mean, I I, I admire the dude. Personally, I like him. Uh and I mean, there's there's more. Jeff Bezos. I mean, he's <laughs> the dude started with an, a small idea and he grew up, you know, to where he is today. And many we can go over over like all the successes out there, you know, but it takes a unique person to do that. And and again. For the average person who just wants to be in business, there's to your point. There's many ways to just generate revenue by 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 uh, tapping into what's out there already. Affiliate marketing, and you know, like the the reseller programs, dropship programs. Those are available out there. I mean, there's plenty of them, and they work. You can make some money with them, but but coming with a concept that is unique, that is yours. I mean, nobody can take that away from you. That's yours. I mean, you are the first. You know, in this area, you are. Golden cricket. And the next thing, everybody's going to copy you. It's going to be like the silver cricket <laughs> or something else beyond that, right? Or maybe that makes a couple of, you know, proteins, you know, cricket and worms. I'm just kidding. But but that, by the way, there's nothing wrong. I mean, there, that could still work too. I mean, protein is protein. Uh, there's there's insects. I mean, there's, there's, believe it or not, there's cockroaches. I mean, it sounds, you know, skeevish right now if I say it. But they have actually those things. They, people eat these things. They actually exist. You can have, you have markets for those. So, so your concept is not, you know, it's very special, it's unique, and really you are going after what your dream is and your vision. So, um, you know, for entrepreneurs out there, if you can do what Eli is doing, you know, you're already ahead of the game. And by the way, I love what you said, it will get attraction, it will find, you know, the, 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 the right audience and people will get to it. Also, I hear a lot of people preach about mindset and positivity and motivation and mm -hmm. discipline and discipline is the most important thing motivation is not really a factor and it the uh, the positivity being positive and having a positive mindset is kind of new to me i've only been doing it for like several months i feel like to really really pushing it most of my life i've been very negative and pessimistic thinking that everything was going to be a failure everything i did was a waste of time 
and everything I did was going to not work out. And so, but everything always worked out. (laughs) So it, it just goes to show that even if you have a negative mindset, you can still become successful. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's more about, it's more about that. You uh, see, I always had a negative outlook. Like this isn't going to work, but I'm going to try it anyways. That's the main thing. But you see, that's, that's almost like, uh, not, you are actually using that, I think, as a an expression. You're using that as a, a mind trick for you. Like, you know, it's not going to work. But but you're in reality, your mind is saying, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to make it work. So you're, there is a subconscious positivity in, built in there. Your mindset shows one thing, but it's doing something else because you're challenging yourself with it and you want to do it. And, and by the way, you said that a lot of things you've done, you know, you didn't think they would work. But guess what? Everything you've done before that didn't work, was the reason you're working right now and you're doing your stuff today because you've learned from those things you actually are pushing through it you are experienced through these things and you're moving things around differently and yet you're not giving up you're making things happen and that's all there is and that's really the difference yeah so so you're right and discipline is is a key because if you're not disciplined nothing happens right it has to be consistent you got to do it and you just cannot give up on things but yes but but the mindset or the positivity one you know, we can we can talk about the merit. I'm a positive person. I love to always look at the 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 cup half full, as they they say. But but in a way, it you have that. It's just that your way of going about it is different. Because at the end of the day, you wouldn't have the drive to do all this if you were really like you know just giving up on it. Because if you have a negative perspective on everything, you're not going to do them in the first place. That's actually the reality of things. But you you don't do that. You do the opposite. You really go after things. Even though you're you're not sure, but you're you challenge them. You make it happen. You see how it is. You test everything. That goes back to when you were a younger kid, and, and you were wondering like, "What the hell?" Well, I mean, <laughs> I I've, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of failures where I was like, I I saw that coming. <laughs> I just but yeah, but, but lost yeah, everything, many, and I was like, "Yeah, thought so." No, no. So it does. Yeah. It is. It. I guess it is a trick because it makes it easier to deal with when I'm like, I knew it was going to happen. But again, here's the thing. Name a success story that didn't have failures before they got successful. You said it 20 years before you get that success, you know, years before you get there. And so everybody had to go through failure. I mean, you, you, you test things. I mean, I mentioned SpaceX, you know, how many freaking, you know, uh, uh, what are going rockets that, that blew up before they took off, you know, in their test runs, millions of dollars. They just poof, go in the air. And even if you succeed first, there's still failures later. I know a kid who started building a business when he was 18 and he was just, not sure what he wanted to do, but he just wanted to try out running a business and uh, called Kettle and Fire. It's worth billions of dollars now. But his first that was his first business as a kid, pretty much an instant success. And then uh, he's had failures since then. So even it's not like you just fail till you succeed and now you're successful. It's it's just no, a I, mix of both forever. I, and but that's true. You're going to have some wins. You're going to have some losses. But here's the thing. The, the successes are going to continue. And what happens now? You start to find other things and you start merging into other areas and touch this and touch the other. And you try to figure out and some of them work out. Some of them don't. But here's the thing. When you don't do any, you have zero chance of doing anything. <laughs> but yeah, if you do something, you have a hundred you know, percent chance of at least getting somewhere. So if you that, lose, that's why I'm grateful. Yeah. That's why I'm grateful for bad things. Like everyone says to be grateful for the good in your life, which 
I, I agree. But also, I'm grateful for the bad stuff in my life. Because when bad stuff happens, I get to identify that situation as that's not as bad as it could have been, first off. And it, like, like when a bad thing's happened, when a bad thing happens, it's like that's the guaranteed failure that you were just talking about. So when a level of failure lands on your doorstep that is relatively conquerable, such as a flat tire or uh, upsetting someone that isn't one of your favorite people. And it, just looking at it is like, well, you know, out of all the bad things that could have happened, this isn't that bad. And also how that kind of struggle leads you to a better version of yourself because trauma and pain create strength. So every time life is hard on me, I am happy about that because I'm like, this sucks. I'm going to, I'm going to be a better person. And I used to think that style of thinking was delusional. Like I used to think, no, that's actually bad. And you should realize that it's bad and then be upset about existing which is a terrible uh, reaction to that because then you're putting yourself in a position where you're miserable and that that doesn't benefit anyone. You're going to be bad to yourself. You're going to be bad to the people around you. So basically the kind of the way I na navigate life is I use discipline to complete the tasks regardless of my mood so that I can be in a better mood later. So there comes a time to not care about your feelings so that later you can feel the reward of positive feelings. You know, you, you're literally defining, believe it or not, you've just defined, you know, the mindset, you know, in a way, and you define the idea that failure is really not a failure. Failure is just a way to learn how not to do things and how to improve on, on things because that's all there is. You, you fail something, it gives you the flavor of like what would that what was wrong and now how do i fix that thing which means now you have the the catalyst for the change that you need to make things happen and that's really why why if you look at it as just pure failure and you give up that's one thing that means you really just boom it's out but if you look at it to your point like okay this happened all right it's not so bad after all i can i can win from this i can learn from this i can do more and discipline is the, the 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 maker of of your direction because what you do by discipline doesn't matter what the outcome is you're still gonna do I'm gonna do regardless I'm gonna continue doing and I'm gonna you know learn from whatever steps that come on good bad ugly I'm gonna take from there and then continue doing until I get to my stuff when you have that kind of mindset it's never gonna go anywhere you'll be the one who's actually in charge of things and nothing's gonna phase you because you're already prepared for the worst. You already prepared, like you know, like and that. That you said, like I know it's gonna not gonna work, but I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> now, some people say that's insanity. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and getting expecting a different outcome. But testing one thing and seeing if it's gonna fly or not based on your vision and stuff, and then it's not gonna work, and then you tweak it, and then you maybe you know shift it into something else. That's not insanity. You just you know learning one way not to do certain things. And, you know, doing it a better way the next time and, and next time and so on and so forth until you make it perfect. And, and there's no such thing as perfection. You just continue make it as as highest and possible, you know, uh, successful way that you can get it done. And that's all there is. If uh, 
if insanity is trying the same thing and expecting different results, then call me crazy because every morning I wake up and I still can't fly. <laughs> well, that's a I, yeah, that's a good one. I like it. I've been trying to fly for years. Well, you could just take a plane. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I get it. I just I'm 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 just responding to you in in, in a fun way. But uh, listen, this is the comedian the comedian to you. Right? That's what it is. <laughs> By the way, you have that. That's another talent of yours. So so and I love you know earlier when you talk about the last thing a comedian wants is to have crickets in in the audience, you know. For those of us that may not understand that, it's very simple. I mean, and by the way, like, well, everybody knows that. There are people that maybe for a different country, they may know English, but they may not know what what that means in real life. That's when you have nobody, you know, responding to you, right? And and that's okay. You're prepared that any comedian, you know, is going in and they find a way to get an audience. They find that person or two people, or a couple, someone to to really, you know, you know, really cling into, and then that's where they get their their mojo that's that where they get the flavor and they keep doing it but again when i mentioned the whole thing about the insanity concept is that failure is only failure if you stop or you give up if you are learning and you're shifting and you're upgrading and you continuously you know make changes towards a better and a different way and a trial and try and try you you're gonna get there you're gonna get better and that's all there is like you're in martial arts when you first started first class it was not feeling right. The second class feels better. The third class feels better. A year later, you're like better. And in time, you become more, you know, really know. Now, how many times you you messed up your technique, right? In the beginning, you do a lot of those and you Dude, get hurt. Martial arts, martial arts is the fucking best. Like, I love <laughs> sparring. We, we do MMA sparring twice a week. When we're in, when we're sparring and I'm like landing combos and just, getting takedowns and like on, on bigger and better guys. And that is just like such a personal and beautiful moment of accomplishment to where no one else can really appreciate it. I mean, the guy that like I'm taking down, I was probably like, Oh, like good one. But like no one else really sees that. That's I, I can't really tell anyone about it. Cause it's not that good of a story. Like, Oh, I took someone down today and then I got like a ground and pound. It's like, Oh, okay, cool. You don't really understand unless you had it on film. You don't really, see that like how cool it is that i was able to absorb these techniques and utilize them in a proper way that could have ended someone's life in the right circumstance you know and that that is why you were saying earlier how like being prepared for anything i think training martial arts and doing stand-up comedy desensitized me to the world to an extent to where i'm consistently feeling well, hopefully not too often, but I'm risking and playing with the concept of feeling two of the worst things in humanity, which is public humiliation and being physically assaulted. Like, the, there's nothing worse than a, a room of people that hate you or a guy beating your ass. Those are the two worst things that can happen. And I do both of those frequently. But here's so, the thing. you challenge yourself again and you're doing it you are working towards becoming better at both of them and i'm sure your comedy is not as bad as you know you know uh you're making it sound you're doing your thing i'm sure you crack up some people and maybe you get a good audience for something everybody's got a different time i mean i've attended comedy shows many times over 
And no, I usually do. I, I'm usually pretty good at comedy. That's like my yeah. main thing. I, I'm gonna ask you to give us a little spin here. <laughs> yeah, throw it. Throw us one of your 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 punches. Come on, let's do this. I've been doing it all night, man. <laughs> I figured that one. <laughs> but you know, you you got the you got the real calm, cool, collected face about it. You throw it in, you know, nice little swings, and you know, people will be like, huh. Yeah, I, and that's really what it is. You have to have that personality for it. You see, it's 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 a personality thing, which you do have. And in the martial arts, I love what you said, but you're taking someone that is good. And but but remember, you could not have done that day one. For sure. Right? Martial arts has taught me more than anything else I've ever done in my life that I if I put the work in, I will be rewarded. Yeah. And I, I didn't really understand that a lot growing up. I used to think that I had to try a million things until I was immediately good at one of them. And I've tried a million things and I have not been immediately good at any of them. But now I know how to do a million things. Hey, there you go. Again, see, you are still looking at the positive side of things. You are still picking up the right side. You're always looking at, you know, an, a good outcome in all bad situations, right? Because I, I, I have a tendency to, like, spread myself pretty thin. A lot of my friends give me shit about that. I, I do too much stuff, like, between comedy and rapping and martial arts and running a business. You don't have to tell me, but I'm, I'm doing five things at the same time. Trust me. I know exactly that feel. But here, here's the thing. I've started martial arts since I was nine. And, and it, believe me, this concept about, you know, learning and being better and better, it comes with discipline. And that's what martial arts will, will, will increase, you know, in, in your skills is that discipline. You know, you have to train, you have to do certain things, you have to learn how stuff you got to take, you know, you know, you got to be able to dish and get, <laughs> and get beat up, you know, every now and then. And then that's what makes you stronger and better over time. And, you know, in time you become an expert in time, you have the resilience in time, you're nothing's going to phase you and you only get better and better in, you know, in more, in the progress, same thing. I mean, your first comedy show is not the same as what you do today. I mean, you know, your first singer, you know, when someone goes to sing, I mean, you're a rapper now, I mean, you have your own rap, you know, out there and we'll, we'll, we'll have to connect that as well in the discussion, you know, you're doing different things, but these are things that you test in same concept. You say, I test a lot of things. And I put them in, you know, in the wall and see what happens. But you have the ability to do this. You know how many people don't have the ability to do one of those things you're doing? And not that they don't, they don't have, Exactly. They don't do it because they're just afraid. No, they're not encouraging themselves. Or because they feel that everybody's going to question why and why not. Well, and the reason why I'm able to do all this stuff is very simple. It's because of one reason. Money. It's because I saved up money from a young age so I could spend my time doing the things that I wanted. That's that's my secret weapon is M &M. well, well, I actually I have a lot of things that people don't have, but uh, but yeah, ha having money in your 20s without having a demanding life or owing anyone anything is a Bless pretty it. cool place to be. So yeah, I would well, just spend okay, time. I, I, I spent time like just learning stuff like I would just research ancient civilizations i would teach myself how to code i taught myself stock trading and investing and crypto and all this stuff that was just because i had the time to put in to investing in myself because i had saved up enough money to make sure my bills were covered that i didn't have to spend my entire day trying to make sure i wasn't homeless well, see, which is said, how which is how most of the world operates 
Correct. But you, you mentioned something about a commodity that is unique and everybody has uses it as an excuse, which is time. You you ensured that you had enough cushion that you can create the time to to open up to do everything else that you want to do and continue doing it. And you build yeah. that up over time, which is now you have the ability to discover and do more. And that's the other thing. Because you have that ability, you have that that financial setting, you know, behind you, and you have the ability to actually gain the, the time and time is the only thing that we cannot you know we run out of all the time <laughs> literally you know it goes it doesn't come back but you're managing it well because you're able to do these things and so to to your point many people cannot because they're literally fighting in the hustle they just wake up they gotta work they gotta put x amount 10 hours a day to just to make enough money to to pay the bills and so on and so forth fortunately you don't have to have to worry about that and again you started early on to do all these things. I love what you said about your self-taught. You know, you've self-made yourself to where you are today. That's also a trait that not not everybody has. You know, I mean, you are you know part of the few that actually have those capabilities, and it's a reality of things based on your discussion. I mean, I I'm learning about you today, but based on what I'm hearing, that's that's a unique personality that you have that's given you the ability for all these years to do you know what you're doing today. I know that it's not the end. I know that you're young and it's going to continue. You're going to keep building. And before you know it, we will hear about you like, you know, doing some booming stuff out there. And and that's all there is. And, and you know, it's, it's and you have to, I know you believe in that already. You don't need my, you know, affirmation about it or confirmation. I know you already know that. And that's the other thing. You're confident that no matter what, you're going to keep doing. And, and that's another thing that for audiences, you have to have. You got to be, confident in whatever it is you're doing regardless of the results because you know that one thing no matter what happens you're going to keep doing you're going to switch things you're going to find new things and you're going to continue doing things and you're going to succeed that way but if you just wait for people's approvals and you know ratings and whether this whether that you test everything what sticks sticks what doesn't you move on you learn from it you can you, you just replace it with a new thing and that's what you've been doing am i yeah, getting you just right? gotta you gotta you gotta keep moving you gotta keep doing new stuff because uh, i like to play devil's advocate and think what am i doing wrong so i'm i'm pretty self-critical and hyper aware which people can have a, a tendency to tell me that i'm too hard on myself and i should stop but uh i, I think you need to be hard on yourself because no one else is going to be hard on you so well you, it's usually like women i'm dating that say that which is that's good advice for a woman women shouldn't be too hard on themselves they should be like happy in a good mood so when a guy like me comes along they can be like ready to brighten both of our lives up because that well that's a whole another discussion but i think it's man's job in life to be stressed out and try to build a company a, a bunch of money and it's women's job to just be as happy as long as possible so they can meet a guy that has a lot of money um, well, I can probably I, you 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 just open, talk about a can of worms. That's a whole. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a can of worms, man. That's a kind of you know anything else beyond the worms. Uh, that's a whole different discussion that that people will probably some will frown upon, some will agree with. Uh, it well, it'll whole... get them. It'll get them talking in the comment section, and that's that's what it's all about. <laughs> I I hear but, you, man. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, what was my initial point about how people? Yeah, people say not to be hard on yourself. I, I think you you got to be hard on yourself. Not giving yourself any breaks and constantly being self-critical and just being really putting yourself in a situation to be miserable a lot 
is going to work out in the long run. Or it's not, and then you're just miserable your whole life, which that's probably going to happen either way. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm going from uh, motivational to just trying to make jokes now. So uh, listen, I, I don't know. I don't know which of this I actually mean. It's the comedian in you, man. You know, you have all these 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 personalities that you have, and, and they will work for you well. You can switch hats. You can. That's the other thing. As a comedian, you know, you can switch personalities very quickly. You can turn. You can twist. You can get people going. You can get people right out. I mean, you have you have the ability. I mean, I've seen I've seen comedians really get into somebody's you know under their skin. Uh, you know, I've, I've I was I was watching this this show one time, and uh, you know, I I like to go front row. So you know what happens when you're in front row, you actually target. So it was me and another dude. I, they, we were, you know, being really, really dished. You know, I mean, the guy was just up, you know, up, up everywhere. <laughs> he was crawling up us, ourselves. And then I, he, he was getting to me, and I mean, he was trying, and I was just going with the flow, whatever, you know, you know, in comedy, you know, it's a, you, if you can't handle it, you you don't go to it, right? So, so I was cool. But the other guy, he's literally he, he almost got up and you know trying to to get a fight with this with the comedian because he he got into under his skin so bad it wasn't funny. I mean he got into him, and and you know it's tough. But but you know you guys have that ability. You can turn people quickly. <laughs> you know you can really di dive in and dig in, and it's bad. I mean if someone is not capable of of receiving that, it's 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 very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think of that often actually. How. I do have the capability to severely upset people. It's a it's a skill that I never utilize. I've left that far in my past. But just knowing that I still have the capabilities is interesting because sometimes I'm like if if someone that I I ha I have some negative thoughts about starts going at it and and I start thinking of like the things I could say and I'm like I could make this person cry in like three lines. <laughs> I do not want to be on me, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't do it ever. I I never get to the point where I. It's good to have that you in in your pocket. I mean, you're literally like yeah. It's a card that's like the Joker, right? You know, I, I you know I can I can go I can go crazy here. <laughs> that it's it's actually that kind of stuff that got me started in comedy when I was like in college, and a lot of the times when I was like in high school and and growing up, I, I would study like the interpersonal dynamics of socialization. And basically I realized if I just had a roast joke pocketed, anytime someone made fun of me, I could just roast them back. And if it was brutal enough, they would just leave me alone. So I would, I would write roast jokes about like people I hung Fair. out with the most. And then I would wait for him to be like, Oh, well, Eli, da, da. and then I just be like, boom, <laughs> fire back at him. Everyone would be like, Oh shit. And then no one ever messed with me again. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and 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 I was and then it it created this like this like environment of us just constantly roasting each other all the time and just saying the meanest stuff to each other. But we we were like we were good friends and we had each other's backs and stuff. And that's kind of where the whole motivation to become a comedian started. Is like, well, I want to just joke around with my friends forever. This. Everything in my life is kind of a projection of like, ah, I just want to have fun and not take life too seriously. Listen, you know, like I, we've, we've exceeded the hour, but I do have the question about your your rap problems. You have two of them. Three. Three. Okay. 
and they're doing well apparently in spotify and uh over a million views i think yeah over a million plays uh the rap name is plays. the rap name is brody lowballer um i'm not gonna say that they're good but if you are an avid hip-hop fan and you listen to it you will appreciate it and you will laugh they are very funny so now you got me curious, man. I definitely want to hear this stuff. <laughs> and, you know, you want to throw in a couple of, you know, a little uh, chorus to us here? <laughs> no, I'm not going to rap right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. So, so Eli, um, we're coming to the end of the show. What what would you like to convey to our audiences today, like as as a final message uh, of wisdom or or just, you know, ultimately we want them to buy the product, to test the product, to get into you know, uh, your website and, and, and check it out. Uh, you know, I'm talking about people all over, you know, uh, obviously you have the delivery system in Austin, but, but, you know, if that is the case, or if you just want to give some advice to our audiences who are entertaining the idea of entrepreneurship and, and, and going crazy on their own. I would just say, focus on your physical health first and foremost, sleep, hydration, exercise, get sunlight, meditate, very basic stuff, but make everything about the body. If you're having issues in your personal life, it's not about the issues. It's about your body at that point. Are you, you're worried about your sister said this to your mom or whatever? No, you're worried because you didn't sleep enough. Get some more sleep. Just make every problem, boil it down to I'm hungry, I'm tired, I need to exercise and that will make life so much easier because the mind is infinite. You can keep thinking and thinking, thinking, thinking forever, but the body only goes out so far and it's temporary. So you got to take care of it now every day until you die. And that will create a better foundation for your mind to operate from. And it will be less likely to wander into painting itself into a room of worry and anxiety if you have the basic foundational measures uh, attended to. All right. Well, Eli, thank you so much, man, for being with us, for sharing a lot of stuff. I mean, we went all over the map with the discussion today. We've covered a lot of grounds, a lot of angle. And I, I think there's there's plenty here for people to take home and and really, you know, simmer on and, and really apply. I mean, a lot of it is very applicable to anyone out there who wants to try things. I mean, you've opened up the eyes to a lot of different, I guess, prospects and a lot of different ideologies. And, you know, you just keep people wondering. And, and I think they'll, they, you know, they, if they listen to the show, they'll probably start questioning things as well. <laughs> and and that, that's a good thing. And then definitely, I mean, you know, you've, you've, you're leading in the concept and uh, many people sometimes need to see someone like you making things happen so they can also be inspired and motivated to, to get things done. So thank you so much for being with us, for the opportunity to share the value. And yeah, so Golden Cricket, Check it out. Uh, the website is goldencricket.com. Is that what, what, what it is? Okay, so we'll have the link there as well. So, folks, check it out. Listen, forget the cricket concept. Just think protein and and, and health and nutrition. That's it. So don't let that happen, you know, get you in, uh, in a mode where you think, oh, I'm not going to even 
try. Like those folks that you talk to, like, uh-uh. We love we love the rapping, but we can't get the cricket part. <laughs> yeah, if you really don't want to try the crickets, there's uh tons of other ways to support me. My Instagram's cricket lord MMA, my YouTube's Octavius Thunder, and uh, I'm I'm trying to grow my my following on on everything. And then the Brody Lowballer on Spotify. I got a bunch of stuff that you can check out. You I do so many things, you'll probably like one of them at least. And by the way, you're jack of all trades, you know, and that's great, man. You're making it happen. Uh, th- listen, I love that about you. It's just, it's, it's just the personality of like being, you know, doing things. You know, you're alive. You're making things happen. So again, folks, sometimes we struggle with one thing, and let's learn the trick that we can do more, and we can, you know, we can juggle a few things, and and you know, some work, some don't. But I love the attitude about. If this doesn't work, doesn't suit you, doesn't flow your boat, you know, there's other things you can work with me on. And that's all there is. Again, looking at all the angles. And that's a lesson for all of us, you know, and I I, I will apply some of that stuff myself. All right. That being said, um, I'm Hurricane Age. Um, hope you had fun with us today. Eli, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic, new guest. Hell yeah, brother. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Bye for now, folks. We'll talk soon. There's a lot of talk all over the Internet these days about the remarkable benefits of carbon-60, and baby boomers are especially excited about it. Whatever generation you're in, if you want more energy, better health, and a boost in vitality, we invite you to try Greska's Carbon-60, a stunning development in free radical destruction. Being much smaller in size than conventional antioxidants derived from fruits and vegetables, it is far more bioavailable to quickly mend the toxin-crippled cells in your body. Greska's Carbon-60 is the only C60 product that is made without the use of undesirable solvents. The only one. Greska's Carbon-60 was developed by a brilliant NASA carbon scientist and 95% report positive results from this Nobel Prize winning technology in just four days. Visit c-60.com. That's c-60.com or call 720-600-6040.